Okie dokie. Got my water bottle. Tasty. Got my bell. Dinging. Got my hound dog down there. Hey, Carl. Hey, what's up? Got my iCloud notes. Ready for the show. Pulled up IMDb. So I can read the descriptions of the shows and movies we're about to talk about. Carl wants to leave now. Let's call Brandy. Hello? Where are you? You're not in your normal spot. Oh, let me tell you why. Oh, God. The house has been so peaceful and silent since I've been home. Been home about an hour and a half. So calm. Minutes before five. Noah busts in. Hey, ho! And then my mom busts in. Hey, the movers are here downstairs, so like, can you come down and help? And then I was like, no, I'm about to record a podcast, so I'm going to need absolute silence. And she goes, oh, well, that's not going to happen because we're moving downstairs. And I was like, great. She goes, also, Miley's coming over. So basically, and here comes Ryan. So it's basically complete chaos in my house right now. So I'm, I moved into my room to try to get optimum quiet. I need- That was so fast. Thank you, my little leaf. He brought me coffee. Isn't he the best? Dude, it's 5.15 where you're at right uh, now. But I'm trying to bring the heat for the pod. I get it. And also, I'm going to need the Cyrus family to get on, to really get on board with the podcast here. All right? Uh, same. Listen. Yeah, why is everyone there? Everyone's in town, but I'm like, why is everyone at my house? I came in last night. My mom and I went and got facials yesterday. And we got home at like 5 and we all had to do COVID tests because... um. Miley and her team basically do them like every three days because they're on sets and everything. And then Noah's doing something with CMT this week. That's why she's here. So like her team had to do COVID tests. So they just had someone come into the house to do COVID tests. So Ryan and I did it too. But so we like pull up and they're like, oh, the COVID person's at Brandy's house. And I'm like, oh, I mean, that's nice. I don't have to go anywhere. And then I pull up and like Noah's entire team and Miley's whole crew, like everyone's in my living room. And I was like, hey, everybody, <laughs> why is everybody at my house? It was a whole thing. Is this the first time that Rye's got to meet Miley? No, he met her when he was here last year. Okay. This has got to be a lot for Rye. I know. Stimulation overload? A little. Yeah. Because it's, it's like everyone's team and manager and all the things are here too. Yeah. And so it's like all these like LA people <laughs> over here. I can't wait to the day that I have a team. <laughs> you know? Yeah, everyone's pretty cool, though. We actually had a really like a big bonfire last night. Keith, who's Miley's uh, tour manager, he like grilled hot dogs and um, he's the one that like made the fire and everybody went down and everybody hung out. My brother came out and his wife and it was really fun. We've been having some good family time. Well, that's nice. All right. Now that Rye is here, we have been making so much use of the screened in porch. The weather in Nashville right now is freaking phenomenal. I know in L.A. it's still hot, but fall is here. We spend almost every night sitting outside at my article dining table on the porch. Rise a master on the grill. So we were just making a lot of food at home and enjoying that nice outdoor dining table. I know I've talked about it a lot to you guys, but it's just been such a great piece of furniture that I've gotten so much use out of. And, you know, it sits outside. It is under a covered porch, but it's 
really endured, you know, all the elements of going through the winter and everything. It still looks new. It's honestly my favorite part of the porch outside is getting to sit at that table. I work out there a lot on my computer too. I just love articles so much. It's one of my favorite places to shop online for furniture. And I mean, let's be real. We're doing all of our shopping online these days anyway. Yeah. So article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. And their team of designers focuses on the beautifully crafted pieces and quality materials and durable construction. And they're dedicated to a modern aesthetic of mid-century Scandinavian industrial and bohemian designs. Plus, the best part is they have fair prices. You save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article is able to keep their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. No showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups. Plus, you get fast and affordable shipping, which is available across the U.S. and Canada, and it's free on orders over $9.99. All in-stock items are usually delivered in two weeks or less, and there's a 30-day return policy with simple returns and exchanges, but you're going to love it. Don't worry. Yeah, Article's offering our listeners out there $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more go to article.com slash YFT and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout that's article.com slash YFT to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more all right YFTers I mean there's a lot of sleep hacks out there we were actually talking about noise machines earlier but there's also like no snacking at night yoga before bed meditation I try to do that instead of trying them all you can immediately transform your sleep with bowl and branch we're talking about the best selling sheets ever incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash Brandy and I love bowl and branch sheets I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bull and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Well, it's nice that you've got everyone there. But why are movers there? Is someone moving in? Is someone moving out? What's happening? Basically, my house had when I moved in it like had a massive basement space but it was completely unfinished but it's a huge space like it's the same square footage as like the main floor of my house so over the past year it took a year because of covid slowed down we've been finishing the basement and turning it into like a two-bedroom apartment for my mom because you know she's 50 something now so she thinks she's just like this close to not being able to take care of herself so the plan I guess when she's quote-unquote old is to move into my basement so I can take care of her got it so she's furnishing the basement this week. Isn't that great? She actually just came up here. To, they're all supposed to leave on Wednesday, which is like perfect. It's like less than a week of family time. That's great. She just came up here and she was like, I think I'm going to stay until the 26th. Do you think you can handle me for that long? <laughs> <laughs> Rye was like, yes. He like loves her. And I'm just like, the 26th, huh? <laughs> it's a lot of tish. Whoa. At least she's got her own space, though. The only thing she has to come up here for is the washer and dryer. Yeah. 
I saw that you guys went to like a burger joint and were so pumped about the burger joint that you took a Instagram picture for it. I mean, I'm low on content these days, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, same. That's the issue. <laughs> I'm doing Charmin ads over here, bro. Don't worry I about saw. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like really dedicated yourself to that Charmin ad, by the way. I was, it was a whole production. Speaking of the 26th, the end of the month, figured out the Halloween costume. Oh, you did? Yeah. Are you going to share? I'll tell everyone, but I'm going to bleep it out because that's just how I am. Okay. We're doing and that's good. And I saw online that you can rent for like 700 bucks a day. No, you cannot. And you best believe, motherfucker, I'm going <laughs> to shift over to the house. <laughs> Thank you, Charmin, for the. <laughs> that's funny you really thought this through that's been like in the queue for a while and because i remember we went to the you know the last live music i went to was in the dominican republic remember i went down to that Ava brothers concert oh yeah and there was a costume night one night and i saw two people wearing that and i was like i remember so drunkenly calling sarah and being like i've got such a great idea we should be this and she was like okay whatever and then we were sitting around thinking of ideas and then i i came up with that and she was like, that's the best idea ever. And I was like, you know, it's only because I'm sobered that you think that's great. Like when I was drunk telling you this, it wasn't a great <laughs> idea. Also, you should be proud of me. I mean, I, this is so sad to say, but, you know, COVID times. I'm on day four of not drinking. Wow, day four. It's embarrassing that, like, I'm kind of proud of that. But when you got nothing to do, here's the thing. Like, we'll throw on Netflix at night. I'll make dinner. And then I'll be like, I'm going to have a glass of wine, you know? Or like, mm -hmm. I'm going to have a vodka soda and fucking really just lean into the fact that I don't have to really do anything tomorrow until like noon because uh, no work. Holding off has been tough. Here's the thing. So I'm like, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose some weight I'm not drinking as much. But here's the thing, Brandy. When I have a drink and we're, we're Netflixing, that's all I'm doing is I'm just having a drink and we're Netflixing. Now I'm like, ice cream sundae. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that ice cream would last like four nights in a row. Yeah. So uh, my brother is doing some intense fitness challenge where he can't drink and he's been sober for like, it's like 20 days or something. It's and tough. he has to do it until November 25th forever. And he's, we were at the bonfire last night and we were all drinking and he was, and I was like, what are you drinking? He was like, fucking LaCroix because uh, I can't drink. He was so mad about it. Sucks. I can't wait to see if he lasts. Yeah. You want to get going with the show? We, we should probably start the show. I think it's me. Yeah. Bros and bros and hoes. You're listening oh. to your favorite thing. But that's that kind of started out like a spoken word poetry night. God, we've sunk so low. Woman, whoa, man, she took my heart right from the start. I don't know if you remember that. That's from So I Married an Axe Murderer, which, by the way, great Mike Myers film. And I, for whatever reason, it's just stuck in my mind. He's doing spoken word poetry. And that's like, those are the lines. I should try to wow. find that. Woman. Whoa, man. Whoa, man. She was a thief. You got a belief. She stole my heart and my cat. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with. Wells and Brandy. Speaking of DJ sounds, mm -hmm. so Young Nikki, I, I don't know saw. If you saw my Instagram. 
Yeah, young Nikki jumped behind the decks last night. And she was like, can you show me how to DJ? And I was like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like trying very hard to just teach her the basics. How'd it go? I think she would do better as just like hype man, you know? I yeah. think that's her role really. She's good with the effects. She's got good timing enough to know when to like hit an effect or, or something. But she was just letting one CDJ just loop to change songs. I was like, no, no. Yeah. You have to play like one, you like cue one song on this one while that one's playing. She was like so stoned. She couldn't really get it. Yeah. But I'd like to know what our wife to yours think. Uh, I'm going to run it by Noah later about like a possible, maybe just during COVID times until Noah's uh, live shows get kicked back up. Like what about like Noah and I starting a little side project where like basically I'm going to do all the work, right? And DJ and she can just be, like, be my hype girl and we can be like a little duo and do some like virtual stuff. Okay. I'm here for it. But you're going to have to find Not some that. really sad backing tracks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sad club music. Yeah. You're going to have to dust off of, like a lot of Damien Gerardo and shit, man. You'd be proud of me. I was on a horse recently. You were? Why didn't I see any footage? Um, Because we had no service. So mm. we went to this ranch. It was so much fun. So, I mean, I'll give a shout out to Alisal Ranch in, it's like up north, like Santa Inez area, Solvang. And normally it's like straight up fucking dirty dancing. All these little cabins and like a pool and ping pong and a talent show and archery and lawn darts and paddle boarding and, and bass fishing and tennis and golf and all that stuff. But because of COVID, it's like severely scant shut down, right? Mm. So I went with my brother and we went up there and basically it's like play some golf, but we jumped on a horse and dude, I was on a horse named Big Red, by the way. It was the biggest horse there. Wow. I mean, he must've been 17 hands tall. Is that a thing? It is a thing. Wow. So anyways. You've been uh, paying attention, huh? Not really. I I mean, I, I've heard that. Shot I don't, in the dark? Yeah. I, I don't know how many hands it was, but it was a lot of hands. Anyways, I was on a tall fucking horse. The guide was like, hey, man, Big Red's gait is so long that you got to like pull him back so he's not nipping at my horse's ass. Well, why didn't you fucking take the t the long horse, you know? And <laughs> so I'm, I'm constantly pulling back the reins and this horse like, motherfucker, quit fucking pulling my shit back. I know the trail mr hop along all right buddy <laughs> and i'm like i'm a big red i'm sorry man but you're fucking eating ass up here and you're and chloe the horse wrangler is getting pissed at me my horse i think had too many apples or something because no joke first of all he took a big shit which totally get you know you gotta do what you gotta do but then so i'm in the front of the pack right i'm the leader other than the person that's like leading the group mm -hmm. and all of a sudden my horse, Big Red, takes a shit. Great. And then... <laughs> it was... No, no joke. Big Red farted for three minutes straight. Dude. No. Is that a thing? That a horse just fart for like minutes on end? Yeah, sometimes they have bad gas, you know? I just, I don't know. Maybe one too many apples, like you said. I was like, Jesus Christ, Big Red. Oh, my who, God. Who was behind you? Who had to endure that? My brother, and he was like, is that you? Because at first it was like, and my brother was like, is that you, the horse? I was like, that's the horse, dude. <laughs> and then it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> 
And then it was like, and it was like really slow. Like they don't have ash. Che- like the reason why we, when you fart, it's because we have two flabs of meat stuck together and it's Ew. air coming through. But horses don't have that. But it was just like, anyways, it was so funny. And then I felt so bad because he like Big Red stopped and I was holding up the train. So I was like, and I feel bad just shoving my boots into these, into their rib cage to be like, let's go, buddy. And so I'm like, Big Red, let's go, let's go, come on, we're, you know, we're, we gotta pe- keep up the pace. And finally, the lead lady's like, oh, he's trying to take a piss. And I'm like, oh my God, not only oh, is he trying to guy. take a whiz, but I'm sitting over here just shoving my heels into his kidney. Do you know what you do when the horse has to pee and you're on him? Yeah, you stand up, you? you stand up a little bit. Yeah, so you get you the do. weight off of, I guess, their loins or something. I don't know. Yes. Exactly. Anyways. It'd be like someone sitting on top of your bladder while you're peeing. Yeah. It just wouldn't be ideal. So when you signed, when we signed up for it, they were like, are you a beginner? Are you an intermediate or are you advanced? And I was like, motherfucker, I've only ever just hopped along on these things. So I'm intermediate. So I lied. So the first ride we go on is beginner. And then, so we're like, okay, so we're signed up for the intermediate tomorrow. Can we do some of the, like the intermediate stuff? So we're not like completely blown away and like maybe practice some of these things. And they're like, uh, you know, we can't really do that. Cause these horses already went on the intermediate thing today. So we don't want to like push them too much. But like, if you're not intermediate, then you're a beginner and you, you can't become an intermediate. And I was like, where do you go? To become intermediate, if not at the horse ranch. Like, fucking teach me, dude. It's like when you get out of college and you're applying for a job and they're like four years experience. And you're like, I just got out of college. I don't have any experience. I need you to give me the experience. And they're like, yeah, we can't teach you. Sorry. And I'm like, I, all I want to do is trot in this motherfucker. And they're like, well, you know, what you want to do is like when the when the horse's ass is going up, you want to be going up with it. So you're not like fucking you know, uh, hitting that fucking ass with your ass. And I'm like, okay, let's try it out. Let's just see what happens. Oh, and they're like, oh, we can't really teach you. And I'm like, are you telling me these motherfuckers went to some private horse coaching <laughs> before they came to the horse ranch? Actually, yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> My favorite thing that happened the entire time was, you know, there was dinner, but it was, it was outside. And there, there were not a lot of people there. But there was a bar area and, you know, there was social distancing and everything and everyone's wearing masks so no one freak out. It was done very, very well and, and safe and, and we got tests before and after and all that kind of stuff. So me and my brother are at the bar and we've got, I've got a mask on, a bandana though, so I look the part. So there's a bartender, it's like whatever, Luis, let's say his name is, I don't remember. And then there was another girl that was like kind of his bar back and she was like, hey, I just want you to know that you're my favorite. I can tell who you are even with the mask on and you're my favorite. And so I go, who do you think I am? I'm wearing half of my face is covered. I don't understand. And she was like, you're Wells. The bartender, he goes, who is he? And she goes, he's on Bachelor in Paradise and The Bachelorette and stuff. And no joke, without missing a beat, the guy goes, thousands of famous people come here every single weekend. And this is who you're excited to see? And I was like, bro. I'm still right here, okay? I'm right here. Right fucking here, okay? And guess what? <sighs> now you're not getting a tip. But tips weren't, Ooh. you weren't allowed to do tips, so. But I did yell that out. I was like, no tip for you! And he's like, we can't accept tips. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. You know. You know what tip I need? I need a tip about how to become an intermediate horseback rider. Because I don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. 
anyways, it was a lot of fun. It was just good to get outdoors. We, we got into a little boat, a little dinghy, and we went and caught fish, caught a big mouth bass. You might be seeing some of that content on the Instagram soon because I got nothing. Wow. What did you do? Oh, I've been like helping my mom with her basement. Honestly, it's what I've really been doing. Noah's been here for a few days. She got in before my mom and Miley did. So I've just been hanging with little Noe. Lots of back porch hangs, drinking a little wine. And Noah smokes a little weed. And we just hang out. I got to be honest with you, haven't been watching a whole lot of Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I bet you're real shocked by that. Yeah, I know. But I do I do have one thing, one new show, and I bet you've never seen it. Okay. Have you heard of the show called Trackers? No. Tell me about it. Synopsis says, three stories about South Africa weave together involving organized crime, smuggling diamonds, state security, and an international terrorist plot. The show is on Cinemax, so I got the uh, good old, I love a good seven-day free trial. I can binge a show in seven days, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I did the Cinemax free trial so I could watch this, but uh, obviously we turned it on because it's set in South Africa, and Ryan and I have been having issues agreeing on what to watch at night. Um, so I was trying to go out on a limb here and offer something that I thought he would like. So we turned it on, and if you're not big on subtitles, like don't be deterred by the first episode because there really aren't many subtitles, but in episode one it starts off where a couple guys are speaking Afrikaans, which is rise language, uh, in a bar, and there's a few subtitles. But it's not always like that. They speak English for most of the show. But it's good. It does start out with, like, three different stories kind of playing out all within South Africa somewhere. Like, one's in the city of Cape Town. One's kind of out in bush country or whatnot. And there's all these different stories going on. And then as the season goes, they start to come together, which is super cool. And it is, like, very, very crime-centered. A lot of it is set at basically South Africa's version of the CIA, mm-hmm. um, which is super cool. And uh, I don't want to ruin anything, but, like, definitely, like, some diamond smuggling going on, which ties into, like, a U.S. guy is in Cape Town. He's super sketchy and starts dating somebody at the South Africa CIA. And it's just a whole thing. And it's super cool. To, it's set in Cape Town. So and they filmed it there. So it's really cool to get to see. I feel like a lot of people don't, I don't know, you know a lot of people don't get to go there because it's so far. So to get to see the beauty of Cape Town and South Africa, I think is really cool. It's, I, I'm really enjoying it. And Rye was saying that like most South African actors are not very good. He was like, all South African TV is terrible. We should, I don't think this is going to be any good. But we got like two or three episodes in and he was like, I actually really like this. And he was like, do you like it? And I was like, actually, I really do. Like, I'm not going to lie. I started this show to make you happy, but I'm into it. So we're not quite done with it. We have like an episode or two left, but it's great. I'm into it. I'm, I want to check it out. It's really good. I went down like a big Joe Rogan podcast wormhole oh. recently and I'm not mad about it. Okay. Do you listen to Miley's? No. I'm still mad at Cyrus Miley, all right? So let's, whatever. I circled back around to, do you remember? It was, I don't know, a lot of episodes ago where I was like, there's this documentary on Netflix about this guy named Bob Lazar who apparently worked at Area 51. And it's like Mm -hmm. his whole story about working on alien spacecraft. Yeah. Anyways, Bob Lazar goes on Rogan's podcast. And I wanted to hear that story again. And I wanted to hear like Rogan's take on it. I will say, like, your brother was, like, very skeptical of aliens and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You should tell him to either watch the documentary or just listen to the to the Rogan podcast with Bob Lazar. Because I listened to it, and afterwards I was like, I 100% believe this guy. I really don't think he's full of shit. He seems too smart. He seems too lucid. He's not a weirdo. Like, a lot of those, like... 
those UFO people are like, they came down and they shot a laser into my butthole and they told me to stop polluting the oceans and they were killing mother... You know, they're fucking bonkers, you know? But this guy's Mm -hmm. like totally normal and he's like, yeah, this was the science and this we were trying to figure out and this is what I worked on. Like, these are a lot of things that like I just... We couldn't figure out. Like, we weren't smart enough. And I listened to the whole thing and I was like, I totally believe him. I 100%, I do not think he's lying. I really don't. All right. And then I made Sarah listen to it. I was like, I want to know what your thoughts are because I think Sarah's a little less inclined to be like, they're totally real, right? What do you think? Do you believe him? Because in the end of it, which is interesting, Joe says, he's like, I'm telling you the truth. And Joe's like, I believe you. I 100% believe you. So then afterwards, I was like, Sarah, what do you think? And she was like, I believe him, 100%. So it's just a really interesting one. So then... I went down the Rogan interview wormhole wormhole with Elon Musk. He has two interviews with Elon Musk. And I will say the first one is more interesting in terms of hearing Elon's thoughts on how scary AI is, what Mm. that really looks like going forward, his like fatalistic view on the earth how he comes up with his ideas and stuff. And it, that the first one's really, really interesting. The second one is all about the, we talked about a couple episodes ago, the implant that they put into a pig that they're wanting to put into human b- brains. Nope, 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 nope. That's what I said. The first couple iterations of that, he's like, no, if you have like a brain injury, if you have really bad epilepsy, we can totally figure out where that problem is and we can make the interface fire off milliseconds before you have an epileptic seizure and stop it. If you have had a stroke, you know, how sometimes well, when you have a stroke, like your face like droops down. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, we know exactly where that is in the brain and we can totally have the thing in there and fix that. Huh. And then going forward, if you're a paraplegic, we can fix that. It's just a couple of wires into certain parts that we can make that person walk again. It's limitless. But what's interesting about it is, is he's so scared of AI because he's like, what you guys don't understand is, and he obviously does a much better job of explaining it, because the AI can evolve so much faster than we can write code and keep up. So they can evolve and then all of a sudden just be so much more advanced than we are and they can just take us out, you know, like that, mm-hmm. that old like Terminator 2 storyline. Westworld, yeah. E- exactly. Uh, and he's like, we're not very far away from that, by the way. So he's like... My thing is, if you can't beat them, join them. And so what I'm saying is, is that you make yourself a cyborg effectively, and then you're at least able to like stay up with the AI that's probably going to be created anyways. When I heard that's that, oh, yeah, I know, but when I heard that, I was like, okay, I see where you're going with that. Like, I understand. But the medical part of it's really, really interesting where he's like, yeah, we can totally fix those things. Mm-hmm. Um. Which, like, dude, if I was a paraplegic, you best believe that fucking thing's going in my head immediately. Oh, for sure. You know? But anyways, it's really interesting. He's just so smart. Rogan asks him a question. He's like, I think about this a lot. Like, what if there were a million Nikolai Teslas in the world when Nikolai Tesla was here? What would the world look like? Now I wonder, like, what if there were a million Elon Musks? And he's like, well, we would have figured out a lot more cool stuff. He's like, you guys, you wouldn't want to be me. Rogan's like, what do you mean? He's like, you wouldn't want to be me. He's like, this microphone, this microphone works, right? When it's turned on, it works perfectly. And then you turn it off and then it's not working and it's fine. Imagine if the microphone never was able to turn off. It would go haywire. It would break. And he's like, that's what my life is. It never turns off. 
you don't want to be me. And I was like, that's really interesting. Like, mm, it's a good, good perspective. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. All right. So Brandy, like, listen, we're in the middle of COVID, not going out to places, trying to stay in as much as possible. And here's the thing. Like I work out a lot. I play a lot of golf. You guys know one thing that I've not been able to do since the pandemic is go get massages. It was something that mm -hmm. I did a lot. And thank God for my Theragun. If you only knew how much I'm getting use out of my Theragun now that Rai is here. <laughs> yeah? Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was using my Theragun on myself plenty before, but now that he's here, all I have to do is sweet talk him a little bit. He'll Theragun my literal entire body. Because I ride Ooh. horses every day, my legs are always so sore, and it makes all the difference to have him just like put a little weight behind that Theragun, and he gets my legs so good. Mm, I love it. Yeah, that handheld percussive therapy is the best thing in the world. And here's the thing, dude. They got the new Gen 4 Theragun out there. It's got a proprietary brushless motor that's so quiet. You won't even know it's on, dude, while you soothe your aching muscles with Theragun's signature power, amplitude, and effectiveness. I have the mini Theragun that I keep in my golf bag, and I'll, mm -hmm. go, I'll go to the range. I'll hit some balls. I always play with like different dudes, or sometimes you're, just, you're paired up with other people, and I'll be Theragunning my back like on the way to the first <laughs> hole, and they're like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, bro, it's a Theragun. It's the greatest thing in the world. By the end of it, they're like, can I use your Theragun? And I'm like, no, because of COVID, but you should get your own. Yeah, I honestly have gotten my money's worth with this thing over and over again. And we have a special offer for you guys. You can try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with that OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need. It starts at only $199. You just go to theragun.com slash YFT right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash YFT, theragun.com slash YFT. By the way, we actually got, remember when Matt Shively co-hosted when you were out of town or something? Uh-huh. It was his yep. birthday a couple weeks ago, and he was like, I want a Theragun. Straight up, we got him that. And did we use this code? Yeah, we did, because guess what? Yeah. <laughs> I listened to this show, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, so like I said, my family's in town. So Noah is here staying at my house. She texted me right before she got here, and she was like, hey, I need to borrow some things. And I was like, all right, what do you need? She was like, tampons and a razor. I was like, wow, great. So I left a razor upstairs for her. I didn't want to give her my nice Billy razor, but she came and stole that thing so quick. So I already ordered a new one because I know I ain't getting it back. Seriously, you guys hear me talk about it all the time, but Billy is my favorite razor. I've been letting my hair get a little long with this cooler weather, and I just shaved my legs the other day. Cuts right through. One swipe and that Billy razor with the four blades just cuts right through. Gives me a super close shave. Uh, and the best part is razors can get so expensive, but Billy comes in at a much better price point. There's no pink tax and the best ever is no visit to the drugstore. These things get delivered right to your door. Um, you can go to mybilly.com and get a starter kit for just nine bucks. That's so cheap. It includes their award-winning razor, two refill blades, and a magnetic holder that keeps your razor safe and dry in between uses. Mine hangs in my shower, like on the wall next to my little shelf. Uh, and my razor's pink and it's so cute and it matches my loofah and it's everything. The Billy razors come in some really cute colors. 
They've also got lip balm, dry shampoo, and face wipes. So stock up, yo. Yeah, I love their shaving cream because it's cruelty-free. And I actually just got the face wipes, and I love those too. It really helps get all your makeup off before you're going to wash your face. And Billy's hooking it up for you guys out there. You get that starter kit for just 9 bucks. Go to mybilly.com slash YFT. Seriously, we all buy razors, so get this one. It's super cute, at a great price, delivered to your door. Check it out. It's spelled com slash YFT. I think I watched two of my favorite shows, like, back-to-back so far this year. Really? This week. That's saying a lot. I know. So the first one is Utopia. Have you seen or heard about Utopia? No. When you said last week that you were going to watch that, for some reason in my mind, I was thinking of Euphoria. Yeah, no. What is Utopia? A group of young adults who meet online get a hold of a cult underground graphic novel, which not only pins them as a target of a shadowy deep state organization, but also burdens them with the dangerous task of saving the world. Hmm. It's on Prime. I guess this is like the U.S. version. I guess this already came out. This was, you know, they had there was a a British version of it. John Cusack is the lead. Rain Wilson, who plays Dwight Schrute, is in it. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of like up and coming young actors. First of all, it's really good. Second of all, it's super creepy. And third of all, it really hits home as what's going on right now. The whole really? the whole thing's predicated around a virus, the country's in jeopardy of having a huge outbreak and like mm-hmm. what's happening. But the whole thing is about this graphic novel called Dystopia, which is like underground and no one really knows who made it. And no one knows if it's real, but it's all about this girl named Jessica Hyde. And Jessica Hyde is like this little pigtailed girl in the graphic novel. And her father is this scientist who's been like being kept hostage and Jessica Hyde is being hunted by effectively like this evil mastermind who wears this rabbit mask. So all these kids in these chat rooms are like freaking out because someone found a, like a, the new version of dystopia, which is called Utopia. Mm. And so they go to this Comic-Con to go buy like the new one because they want to like get clues about the story. And like they all think it's like a real thing. Come to find out it's like very real. Jessica Hyde is real. The scientist is real. The guy who's like drawing this graphic novel and putting it out there. The man in the in the bunny mask is real. The virus is real. All the crazy things that like the government's trying to do to like quiet it down. What the CDC is doing is weird. The FBI, like the, the there's hitman, like the whole thing is so disturbingly f- awesome, but also terrifying because of what's happening right now. And in every right. episode, there's a disclaimer being like, just so you know, this has nothing to do with the real world because they filmed it Yikes. beforehand. But it's it, yeah. it's hitting so close to home. Whoa, bro. From tip to tail, so good. And I will- So you've s- already finished it. Fucking flew through it. Wow, okay. I would say you and Rai should watch that one next. Yeah, that sounds like something he would really like as well. It was one of those that when we were, I think we were on like the second to last episode, I turned to Sarah and I was like, I'm amazed that more people aren't talking about this. Like, because this is so good. For whatever reason, Amazon Prime just doesn't hit. Like, people just don't, I don't know why. People just don't watch 
their original shows like they do Netflix and Hulu and stuff. It's weird. Yeah, but they've got good stuff. Yeah, I know. Anyways, the acting's really good on it. You talked about Euphoria before. You know the little kid that mm-hmm. sells drugs in Euphoria? Yep. He's one of the main characters in Utopia. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. I, it's so fucking good. Just watch All the right. first episode because you're going to be like, whoa, a lot of people die. <laughs> a lot of people die. Whoa, okay. You don't have anything else, right? I can just swoop into my second one. Keep on rolling, baby. Okay. The second one I watched, <laughs> I saw like a trailer for it, I don't know, a while ago. I was like, that looks really funny and silly, and I think I want to watch that. It's Jason Sudeikis' new show called Ted Lasso. Oh, I love him. I love him too. I think the problem, because Sarah and I watched the trailer for it, and it looks, just looks like a silly kind of a sitcom. And the premise is this. Jason Sudeikis, who plays Ted Lasso, is an American Division II football coach who wins the Division II National Championship, okay? He's from Wichita. He's got a big mustache. He's got a big Southern accent, right? Mm-hmm. He gets hired by a English football team to come and be the coach or the manager. He does not know anything about soccer at all. Come to find out, it's a little bit of like Major League. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember the movie Major League. It was a baseball one where like effectively the woman who was like running the team wanted the team to do badly. So she kept it in a state of dysfunction so they would be the worst team in the league. It's kind of what's happening here where she's trying to get back at her ex-husband. So she's just like doing crazy things like hiring an American football coach who's never even played soccer or like coach soccer or even knows the rules of soccer to come manage a team in the Premier League. So when we first watched the trailer, Sarah and I were both, oh, it's a little bit of like just Jason Sudeikis, like really doing a Southern accent, like real hard, you know, and it looks like a little mm-hmm. bit silly. It's like when Will Ferrell does a Southern accent, you're like, it's a little over the top and you're like, all right, we get it. You know, we finished it in a day. What? Yeah. By the way, it's on Apple TV. Uh, like Apple TV plus, like it's their yeah. show. Yeah. I was just scrolling through the other day thinking it was time for them to come out with some more shit. Yeah. I think we thought it was going to be like slapstick, kind of a dumb comedy, effectively. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, it's not a dumb comedy. It is a very funny comedy, but it's got so much heart. Like, it's really more of a like, oh, than a knee slapper. But I think that the way that they had to like pitch it was to like wanting guys to watch it because yeah. it's about sports. So they wanted guys to be like, oh, this looks like a kind of a dumb like stepbrothers hangover silly fucking show but it's really right. not that i mean it's funny but it's got like, a lot of heart i think sarah might have liked it more than i did and sarah was so not on board with watching this because it was just about soccer she didn't know anything about soccer you know yeah anyways ted lasso is so good okay those two shows right there i came to you this week yftrs with some fire wrecks Okay, I'm going to watch. I'm definitely going to start with Utopia. That one sounds really good. It is. I was just thinking the other day, like, do you remember how freaking bomb, like, season one and even two of Homeland was? I don't even know if I ever watched Homeland. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. And I was like, I need something like that. I need some freaking fire television, like some Homeland shit. Well, Utopia to the rescue. If you have not seen Homeland, you've got to watch at least the first couple seasons. Claire Danes is so good in it. Homeland reminds me of like 24. Yeah, it's like the new 24. Only it's not new anymore. It was the new 24. 24 was so good for so long. It was. It was great. All right, Brandi. We've talked about it before, but I want to reiterate it. How much I love StoryWorth. It was something that I gave my dad for Father's Day, I think, two years ago. So the deal is this. 
Every week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a question, a question you've never thought to ask. And then they answer, and at the end of the year, they'll take all those stories and they'll put it into a beautiful hardcover book. My dad finally got his just a couple months ago, and he's obsessed with it. It's a great way to stay in touch with family and helps bridge geographic distances by providing lively discussion topics. And listen, right now, everyone is spread out and not able to visit because, you know, a pandemic. Pass on stories and life lessons to your children and their future families. You can also invite family and friends to receive your loved one's books. After we got my dad's book, I printed out like five other copies and gave it to everyone for Christmas. I can't tell you how much I've learned about my family just from getting this book. Stories that I never even knew about my father, his father, our extended family. It's bonkers. I'm telling you, if you're looking for a good gift for a loved one, you cannot go wrong with a StoryWorth book. Connect with family and discover untold stories with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com YFT. You'll get... $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash YFT for 10 bucks off. I promise you, you're going to love this one. I wonder what Noah's been watching. She's out there getting her freaking nails done. Someone came over to do her nails? Yeah, she broke a nail. Oh, I don't sure. know what is. I don't know what the problem is. So we've got a few ATVs on the property. You know, like I call them four-wheelers. Yeah. I feel like depending on what part of the country you live in, you call them different things. Some people call them quads. I'm like, okay. Yeah. We, so we got a couple four-wheelers, and I don't know what it is. Everyone seems to have an issue with them except me. I have no problems. But Noah's crapped out on her uh, coming up the hill the other day. She broke a nail, and she was so mad because she's got to go do this performance. So, she yes, she had someone come to the house to fix her nail. As you do. She had to find somebody that would get COVID tested beforehand. It was yeah. kind of hard. I believe it, man. I got to leave. I think I can talk about this. Have they announced that they're doing where they're doing The Bachelor? I don't know. I would Google it. Well, anyways, in uh, like in a week, I got to go to where they're filming The Bachelor. Yeah. So I'm going to have some more Bachelor tea for you, I suppose. Can't wait. We're not far from Claire slash Tasha's season premiere. Yeah, I know. We're like a week away. Are we calling it Claire's season or Tasha's season? I think it's billed as Claire's season, but it's okay. going to be Tasha's season. Yeah. When I was there, it seemed like... The majority of the show is Tasha's show. Right. That's what I was thinking. But I feel like they're still advertising it as Claire's season, so. You know what's weird what weirds me out about the like the promos for Claire's thing? She's not wearing shoes. Where happened to her shoes? I think they mean for that to be interpreted as like, I'm so badass, I don't even need to wear shoes. Yeah. I think I I just don't know what the what else the like I think like you know usually the bachelorettes are like in a gown and like stilettos. But and she all is glint. she is in a gown. She doesn't have her she shoes on. She is in on. a gown, but I I just I just think it's like fuck a stiletto attitude, which I'm here for. If I had my bell, I'd ding it. I have not worn heels. I couldn't tell you in how long. Well, that's because we got the roan, dude. I mean, like oh, to be no, honest with I, you, it was way before the roan that I ditched the heels. They what they should have done is they should have had her in, in quarantine garb, which is just like sweats. Oh, for sure. Chunky knit. Agree. Netflix. I mean, that's what I would. That's what I would request if it were me. Well, you remember when there was rumblings that I was going to be the bachelor? I told you how I I wanted to do night one. Yes. 
Uh-huh. I wanted everyone to come in jeans and t-shirt and be like what you normally wear on a date. Yeah. It's true. Like what you wear says a lot about your personality. And I feel like you would get you would get to know someone so much more if they were in something that they were comfortable in and that they, you know, thought reflected them. Yeah. I agree fully. Yeah. Well, anyways, I just thought that was interesting. Like, or is she like one of those crazy ladies that when you walk into the house to take your shoes off? I'm guess- one of those crazy yes, ladies. I know you are. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> I just yelled last night coming in from the bonfire. Noah was trying to track her nasty boots through my house. And I was like, mm, can you not? And then my mother was standing right behind her and thought the rules didn't apply to her. And I was like, um, excuse me, Tizzle, that the rule, that's you too. Yeah. Shoes off. It's when you become a crazy old lady, you get a, you know ca- what? You get a cat and you got to take your shoes off. <laughs> Speaking of young Nikki, it's Noah, by the way. So she and I were just, we were chatting the other day. Well, actually, it was the day she got here. I don't know if you recall, but I recommended a, a Netflix documentary last week that Rye watched that I did not, but it was the Octopus Teacher yeah. documentary. And Noah had that guy on her freaking podcast. Really? Yeah. I was like, how'd you get him? That was crazy. But anyway, speaking of all that, just like connecting the dots here, Noah asked if we would give her podcast a shout out let's give her a shout out her podcast is called in my feels and she hosts it with her friend lou alchema uh you can you can listen to it on itunes and spotify and everywhere else you can listen to podcasts but um it's cute they talk a lot about mental health and you know you know noah she's all about in the feels and and leaning into the sadness and the emotions. So um, they have a lot of cool guests on. And if you ended up watching that documentary and found it fascinating, you should go listen to Noah's most recent episode and you can hear the director himself uh, speak on the documentary. Well, if you're going to plug Noah's thing, I'm going to plug Sarah's thing. (laughs) Oh, plug away. Also, don't don't get it twisted. I bartered. She's got to plug our podcast on hers. So (laughs) yeah, that's good. Why don't you you should go on her podcast and she wants me to. Yeah. I probably will. So Sarah has a new YouTube show. Oh, called La- I'd watch that. It's called Lady Parts. Oh, I will subscribe right now. Sounds and, great. And so it's kind of like all about lady parts. It's Sarah and then a gynecologist named Dr. Sherry talking about women's parts or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for the first episode, we uh, do tantric yoga together. Huh. Let me see if I can play some of this. And then after you do three of those, I'm going to come down like this. Holy sh- This is my fiance, Wells Adams. He's not a lady, but he does care a lot about my part. It's true. I do. Very much so. Today, we are trying tantric yoga to make things a little bit more interesting. Is this when I say honk honk? I'm grabbing your boob right there. Injury. Are you really having fun in bed? I mean, five nosebleeds, two sprained ankles, and a broken toe later, we can confidently say no, you are not. So let's do this. So anyways, we do tantric yoga together and we're terrible at it. It's very funny. And anyways, that's on Ellen Tube. So I don't know, just, I guess, type in uh, lady parts and Sarah Hyland and it should come right up. But yeah, she's got like this whole show she's doing with Ellen and her team and it's good. That's awesome. When did she start that? This first episode, I'm in it and we're like in quarantine. Like, so we, we started, like she started doing this like months ago and then now they're finally like able to like go to a set and stuff. I think there's just one episode out right now and there's like a new episode every week. So yeah, go check it out. That's cool. It's good Love stuff. It. 
Oh, here's the Thank official, you. here's the teaser. Maybe I should play the teaser. Is bigger better? Well, not necessarily. Wait, it goes where? Right up there. Oh, that's what that is. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Join me, Dr. Sherry, and a panel of celebrity guests each week to figure out what's going on with your lady parts. Could it be that color? Pee doesn't technically come out of your vagina. I have one of those. Point. Which I feel like a lot of people that listen to this podcast probably will like. Yeah, I think so. You got any Muzaks? Yeah, I was just actually looking at that. Sean Mendez has a new song out. I feel like we haven't heard from him in a while. Sean Mendez? Sean Mendez. Song called Wonder. Yeah, give that a play. I love him. It sounds like a Shawn Mendes song. It does. I was thinking it sounded a little One Republic-y. Okay. And I like One Republic. I'll give you that. Julia Michaels, you know I love her. She has a new song out called Lie Like This. I like that. I like that. I feel like that's actually a little different for her. She doesn't normally do the like dancey thing. I mean, that's something I could spin when I DJ, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's kind of a little more upbeat for her. Have we ever played any Nick, Nick Wilson on the podcast? I love his stuff. He has a new song out called Built for This. Um, but if you guys don't know who he is, I would definitely recommend checking out his older stuff. Because I like him a lot. I, you know what song of his I've played is the one called Headlights. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm pretty sure we have. And you know we were built for this. Oh, you know we were built for this. I saw you found a different face to miss. Got tired of the low and the lift. Baby, we were built for this. But baby, we were built for this. So tell me like it is, give it to me straight. I know I can take the way. Baby, I was built for this. I know I was built for this. Oh. If it's just a drunk girl, then why is it happening all the time? Oh, we can get away from it. Oh, no, we can get away from it. I like that. He's super cool. My last one is Marin Morris put out a song called Better Than We Found It. I do feel like a lot of politically charged songs are out right now. Well, I mean, it makes sense. The election is in one month. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Sure. Yeah. Which, by the way, like, we didn't really go into that, but how about how everybody got fucking COVID from that one Rose Garden hang? Yep, sure did. Wear a mask. Over and under and above the law, my neighbor's in danger. Who does he call when the wolf's at the door, all covered in the end of one
will say this. Regardless of party, I'm always really amazed by country artists that like don't just kind of tote the GOP conservative li conservative line because they know mm -hmm. it's going to fuck their fans yeah. up, you know? For sure. Totally. I think my thing is, is it's like good for you for standing up for what you believe in, I suppose, because it, it's so much easier to be like, I'm just not going to say anything. You know, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Because I was watching The Last Dance with the Michael Jordan thing. And they and yeah. they wanted Michael to endorse the first black mayor or like for Chicago. That was um, a liberal and he wouldn't do it. And when they asked him about it, he was like, Republicans buy my shoes too. Which like I, mm -hmm. which, which I get, you know, like he's a businessman. He's not trying to fucking ruffle mm -hmm. any feathers. He's trying to make some money, you know. And for so, sure. and so when you, when you see people who are like very much like, this is going to fuck up our bottom line for sure. Then I'm just like, well, good for you, because you know what? At least you're walking the walk and talking the talk, regardless of your yeah. politics. Like, no one get mad at me because I fucking said this. I'm just always amazed. Like, Taylor Swift did the same thing where I was like, man. Yeah, that girl, totally. That girl came from Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah. No, she, she, she's actually from Pennsylvania. Oh, uh, she is? Yes. Okay, well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah, I was looking at my release radar, and I was like, there are a lot of politically charged songs uh -huh. right now. Yeah, there are. I feel bad because I feel like I seem like a one-trick pony when it comes to musicians, but... Uh, I mean, I, you said it, not me, you know? <laughs> hey, listen, you have a vibe too, sister. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, like, it's no secret that I'm a big Jason Isbell fan, but his wife, Amanda Shires, is a phenomenal artist in her own right, amazing fiddle player, and she's got a song called The Problem featuring, of course, her husband, and I really like this one. She jumped the fence that night She ran away in tears Her sister drank her beer We were just 18 The older girls could be so mean Talking just to talk You were still in charge and all I could think to say Was everything's gonna be okay It's gonna be alright I'm on your side I'm on your side What do you This has been the hardest year, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think I played camp before. It's one of those bands, I, a lot of people are like, you would really like camp. I see that in my DMs a lot. Or I'm like, dude, I, mm -hmm. I know camp. I played them on the podcast a lot, but I saw that they've got a new song out called Officer of Love. Love Camp, with two A's. On my shoulders. Tell me, darling, Serve love, not obey her every word. 
okay, I'll just do one more because you just did 393. I'm going to do uh, Tyler Childers. Oh. Do, do you like Tyler Childers? Yeah, didn't my buddy Mark introduce us to him? Oh, yes, that's right. Mark Menchaka, yeah, 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 Ozark yeah, 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 Mark. That's right. He is, dude, Tyler Childers is so freaking good. Here's long, violent history. Now what would you get if you heard my opinion? Injection on matters that I ain't never dreamed. In all my born days, as a white boy from Hickman, based on the way that the world's been to me. It's called me belligerent. It's took me for ignorant, but it ain't never once made me scared just to be. Could you imagine just constantly worrying, kicking, fighting, begging to breathe? How many boys could they haul off this mountain, shoot full of holes, cuffed and laying in the streets, till we come into town in a stark raven Looking for answers and on to the teeth. <sighs> Love Tyler Childers. Love Tyler wow. Childers. God, what's in the show now? Yeah, he's great. He his that vibe is like totally reminds me of like the Elizabeth Town soundtrack, which is one of my favorite movie soundtracks of all time. Oh yeah, that's good. Stuff. So good. All right, Brandi, you need to go watch Utopia. Okay, we'll do that. Let's go, Dad. You go watch Utopia. I'm going to go watch The Life and Trials of Oscar Pistorius. Do you remember that guy, the Blade Runner guy? Yes. He was the guy that, like, thought he was getting robbed, and then he was, like, in his bathroom and then shot through yes. the door and killed his girlfriend and was, like, put on trial and... Mm-hmm. Anyways, that documentary is on ESPN Plus, and yeah, that's coming Dang. up next week. Do you remember? It's been a few years, but do you remember the news story about the guy in Colorado that killed his wife and daughters and put them in like a like an oil pipe? Yeah, and there's a documentary about it, right? Yeah, do you know what it's called? No, but I definitely like put it to like my wish list, which is so dark. Yeah, it is, but Noah said it's great. Really? So we'll. We'll do some research, guys, and we'll let you know about that next week. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you got a big week up ahead of you. What's happening? I'm about to go do some horse showed mm. stuff. All right. We'll go yeah. horse showed it up. Bro. We'll go horse showed it up. Tell the fam I say hi. I will. All right. What do you want to go Maybe out on? Like, Maybe that Marin track. I don't know. All right, Brandi. All right, Wellsy. Go get your nails did. I wish. I can't start doing that now. If I, I haven't had my nails done in so long that if I start it now, I'll be addicted again, and I can't afford that. Hey, by the way, next time I'm in Nashville, can you teach me how to become an intermediate rider on a horse? Yeah, I was going to tell you. You need to come to Brandy Boot Camp, and I'll teach you how to post the yeah. trot, which is what you need to learn. Yeah, I need to learn post and trot, and then I'm going to get to gallop. Mm, that's, that's advanced. Yeah, well, I can do it. If anyone can do it, I can do it. <laughs> Can't wait to post these videos when it happens. <laughs> as long as you put me on the horse, it's just... Oh, jeez. <laughs>
I'll put you on Noah's pony. He's 21. Is he fast? What? Is he fast? Is he... No, he's old. Perfect. <laughs> put me on glue stick. <laughs> Bye, Brandy. Goodbye. Can we leave this world better than we found it? No, we can't. We're going to burn this thing to the ground This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.